0: Hello fantasy friends, I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. I just wrapped up a series on the top 10 fantasy seasons by position. It was lots of fun digging through the historically great seasons, and you can knock off a bunch of those pretty quickly if you'd like. You can also check out previous podcasts on top rookies, sleepers, breakthrough players, draft strategy, my mock first round, and a position by position preview. We've had some time to get working on the previews here, but... After taking uh, the time to walk through the history books, we can move on to more current content. A reminder, you can tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on Fantasy Baseball. Today, we'll look at Rob Manfred's hopes for a May start and my skepticism about that. But more to the point for fantasy, I'll start attacking some category busters. So, what is a category buster? A player who can swing the balance in a particular category, but at least to my way of thinking, has some shortcomings elsewhere. Like, I'm not going to tell you that Mike Trout would be really great to help your batting average or home run totals. Thank you, great fantasy analyst, for that tip. That's really insightful. Uh, What I might tell you is who can help you with one of those things, and the trade-off might be the other thing. So, let's get started. First up, Gary Sanchez for home runs. This is a bit of a backhanded compliment for Sanchez, who should be more than just a home run hitter. But that's what has happened to him in recent seasons. Over the past three seasons, he does have 85 home runs, 11 more than any other catcher, but he's also hitting just .238. In 2016 and 2017, he hit .284. In 2018 and 2019, he hit .211. If he could recover the batting average, his RBI totals would climb too, and Sanchez would be too good to be considered just a category buster. Catcher Wilson Ramos for batting average. In the past three seasons, Buster Posey is hitting .289, best among all catchers, and it's just fractions of a percentage ahead of Ramos, who's also hitting .289 over the past three years. He's a solid enough hitter all around, but if he's going to make a difference for your fantasy team, it's because he's a catcher who not only won't hurt your batting average, but he'll actively help it. Next category buster is Carlos Santana for runs scored. He may not come as quite a bargain after hitting .281 last season, but Santana is typically a low average hitter, batting .250 for his career. He's great at getting on base with a 367 on base percentage for his career and 397 last season. There are a couple of factors in play here. Santana gets on base a lot, and he stays healthy, so he plays a lot. That has led to him scoring 282 runs in the past three seasons, finishing behind Paul Goldschmidt, Cody Bellinger, and Freddie Freeman among first basemen. Another category buster is Max Muncy for home runs, especially at second base. In the past two seasons, Muncy has crushed 70 home runs, which is impressive enough. Only teammate and now outfielder Cody Bellinger has more among first basemen, and Muncie has the most among second-base qualifiers in that time, too. In the past two seasons, Muncie has homered on 6.5% of his plate appearances, which ranks 6th in all of baseball. He's only hit 256 in that time, so he may have to sacrifice on batting average, but Muncie's a serious power threat, especially when he has second-base eligibility. It's time to take a break. When we come back, I'll have more infielders that could be category busters in 2020. What are you doing for the game? A universal question. Whether the casual follower, the tweets everything, the beginner, the diehard, the stat nerd, the smack talker, the appetizer guy, the couldn't care less, or the guy who makes everything into a competition, we all have our place in the sports world. The same personalities apply to fantasy sports, and League Commish exists to ensure your fantasy sports experience is the best one for you. We match managers to leagues as we lay the foundation for your new league. It's as easy as sign up with your preferences, get matched, and approve of that match before any commitment on your end. Sign up with League Commish and receive 15% off by entering the code LOCKEDON in the Referred By section of the sign-up form. The first 25 people to sign up using our code receive their first match for free. What are you doing for the game? Find your next fantasy sports league at leaguecommish.com. And we're back with more category busters. Let's start with a couple of second basemen for stolen bases Jose Peraza and Nick Madrigal. Second base is a bit of a fantasy wasteland, but it's also a good spot to grab steals. Now, a couple of the best options aren't necessarily valuable enough to hold your starting second base spot, but Perazza and Madrigal have a chance to provide stolen bases and could do it in a middle infield slot. Perazza can play multiple positions and had three straight seasons with at least 20 steals before dropping to seven last season when he had a career-low 285 on-base percentage for Cincinnati. A fresh start in Boston could help. Madrigal is a top prospect for the White Sox, and while he doesn't offer much power, he could have an immediate impact as a base stealer. He stole 35 in 120 games across three levels of the minor leagues last season. Minnesota twin second baseman Luis Araiz for batting average. Keep him on your radar because he hit .334 in 92 games for Minnesota last season. And while he has no power, like seriously, none, he did hit .331 in seven minor league seasons. He'll slap his way on base, and if you're looking for a middle infielder late, finding one that could offer some help on your team's average could be worthwhile. Paul DeYoung for home runs. Shortstop is full of stars, and in the past three seasons, the top five shortstops in home runs are Francisco Lindor, Manny Machado, if he counts it short, Trevor Story, Javi Baez, and Paul DeYoung, who has 74 in those three seasons after hitting 30 last year. He also hit a career-low 233 last season, so there is a trade-off to be made. But for middle infield pop, De Jong can provide value. Ahmed Rosario, or Elvis Andrus for stolen bases. Rosario is coming into his own offensively, so maybe he has more upside than mere category buster, but he's not fully realized as a hitter yet either, so consider him for stolen bases. He has 43 in the past two seasons. He's also been caught 21 times, but as long as he's running, you know there might be some value there. Andrus is a little bit different. He doesn't have a lot of power. He's pretty run-of-the-mill in terms of batting average, but the man can still run. He has at least 20 stolen bases in 10 of his 11 Major League seasons, and last season's 31 was his highest total since 2013. Again, maybe to fill a middle infield spot for you, getting a guy who can steal bases could be worthwhile. Now a couple of uh, news items before we go. Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred was talking uh, to ESPN and talking about a return to baseball in May. He says, my optimistic outlook is that at some point in May, we'll be gearing back up. That's not only optimistic, and and God, I hope it's true, uh, but there's a good chance we're nowhere close to games in mid-May. For one thing, and I tweeted this out yesterday from from my account at by Scott Cullen, uh, because I was thinking about a potential return uh, to action for the National Hockey League, National Basketball Association. And there's a fundamental difference in how certain states are handling this virus. And until it's clear in virtually all of them, it won't be safe to resume playing big league sports in front of big crowds. Let's say that one state is focused on scientific answers and is really letting data and epidemiology drive the decision making. And another state is, say, Florida. It's not like a pro sports league can start or resume operations with an outbreak still going on in, in one state. These these teams travel all over the country, continent if you want to include the fair citizens of Canada. I'm also sheltering in place right now, and I'm bracing for this to run through the end of May at least. So I'm desperate for sports to return, truly I am. But if one part of the United States is focused on finding scientific answers to the problem, and another is focused on the Dow Jones Industrial Average, then we aren't going to see big league sports for a long time. Because the virus doesn't care about political ideologies or stock prices. It is relentless and unforgiving, and what's happening in Italy looks utterly awful, and the trajectory for growth in the United States right now is worse than what Italy experienced. So, given the division and hell to even handle the pandemic, how are different states going to resolve the issue? They aren't going to reach the same end point by mere luck when they're taking completely different paths. Anyway, I sure hope I'm wrong, but I'm highly skeptical that Major League Baseball is going to get played in May of 2020. I hope we get some kind of season at all. Setting that low bar will make it easy for me to be pleasantly surprised, even if opening day happens in August or something. One more note before packing it in for another day. Mets starting pitcher Noah Syndergaard underwent Tommy John surgery. Not that he necessarily had a choice, but it's not the end of the world given the uncertain status of this season. I mean, if you're going to have Tommy John surgery, it might as well be when facing the prospect of a shortened season already. But... I was still looking forward to a bounce back year from Syndergaard and thought he would be a potential value pickup coming off the worst season of his career. He'll surely be a bargain on draft day in 2021. So hit me up with your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at L O underscore fantasy M L B on Twitter. And if you want to send an email, directed to lockedonfantasybaseball at gmail.com. Find us and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Have a great day. I'll be back tomorrow with more category busters. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your source for daily fantasy news and analysis.